Oh, I should have grabbed water. Yeah, whatever. I grabbed coffee in my JTN cup. cup. It's too hot to hold. Not a mug. It's a cup. <laughs> Not a mug. If only, if only there was some sort of like Handle. extrusion on it that yeah. you could grab onto. I don't know what they would call that though. You're really onto something there. I feel like it could make like here. Check this out. I'll hold up the cup that I have. I feel like you could make it look like a like a yeah. Like honestly, a like C. that like a shape C. is already on. I was thinking something like this. Uh, ignore my little Lego guy that fell into it. Um, I was mm-hmm. thinking something like this. Probably. Oh, what is that? What is that? Uh, this is the Fake Racers podcast mug available on the JTN store. Oh, I see. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, all I have is this. All I have is this Fake Racers podcast cup. I wish it had like a. I wish someone invented a handle for it. Yeah, someone should do that. You know, the worst part about your cup, Davy, is that that's not even the actual cup that's on the store. That's a prototype. Really? Yeah, it's the cup prototype. on the store is like a pint-sized glass, and it's it's, mm. uh, it's see-through. It's transparent uh, or trans. Oh, I don't know. Glass is considered translucent. But... Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish my like cup. Prototype. I wish it had a. I wish. I wish. Does that one have a handle? No, no. That one's for cool drinks. But it's purposely built like that. Like that. The one that you oh. have is for hot drinks, so you need a handle. Oh, yeah, I do need it, but it yeah. doesn't have one, so I hold it with a napkin Yeah. for my fast food restaurant. Mm. Um. Tell you what, love me some good old, I love a good, ah, it's hot, I love a good cup of joe. Beaver's going to make me make a t-shirt uh-huh. with like a coffee cup and our two faces in the coffee cup. It's going to be weird. Cup of joe. Or on the cup. <laughs> Cup of Joe's. <laughs> Yo. Um, uh, we're still in the open, I guess. Uh, yeah. so I'm trying to not make comments that'll get uh, bleeped. That's it's a good. weird way to start this episode. How uh, how was the the biking? It was fun. Uh, I've never ridden a paved track before, so that was weird. Um, also, the track was really long, and uh, most of the starting gates are just like metal tracks and then a big piece of metal with like an air cylinder and it just releases and drops. This one was electric powered and it like rolled down into the ground and it was super quiet. So it was super trippy because when they go on the starts, it's like random. So it'll start beeping. And then at the end of that, that's when the gate drops. I go when I hear the air release from the cylinder, but you couldn't do that with an electric one because it's almost entirely quiet. So I had to just be like, all right, well, I'm going to go when it starts beeping and hopefully the gate's not there when I get there. Um, (laughs) It was fun though. It was super windy. Uh, track was cool. Uh, it was a good time, but we we basically drove an hour and a half to go get our asses whooped. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how that's how the wind had that happen before. Yeah, <laughs> my, my nephew, before? my six year old nephew had twenty two kids in his class. I had Woo! I had three. Oh man! So <laughs> <laughs> I uh. I drove, I did a street race and I, be, I believe it's pronounced Inverness, 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 Florida. Mm-hmm. And that it's a street race in Inverness, Florida. That is, I'm trying to see how far away it was from me. It was a three hour drive down to Inverness, Florida. Um, street race, whole town was out for it. Really cool. Went out for first practice, wadded it up. Oh, totally wadded it up. Spent. Spent all day up until the first heat repairing it. We were still nutting and bolting it coming to the grid. And, uh, yeah, that was a fun, I mean, that was like three or four hours of, of, 
we uh, like it bent the tie rod and it and it, oh, put the, it like the tie rod looked like this and the spindle like folded on itself oh, i don't know God. how much of that you heard it was, it was it was bad so like we had to go and borrow a hammer from someone to smack it straight for like an hour and then got it all back together we were nutting and bolting it all the way up to the grid and um i think we ran like I forget what we ran in the heat, but we ran like fourth or fifth in the uh, in the feature. It was like twenty some odd carts there that day. It was awesome in front of a big crowd. It was a good day, yes. but it was not good after we wadded it up and wrecked it because we thought we were going to go home. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, my, my dad was super paranoid that we were all just going to get messed up on pavement, so he spent like two hundred bucks buying all of us pads. So he bought like my brother <laughs> and I like elbow pads, and he bought my nephew like full body armor and everything and my brother sitting there like putting them on and i was like so we can just like beat them up now right <laughs> <laughs> basically so, yeah so, good sounds old. fun though yeah it was a good time i love that a day out at the racetrack is kind of the same no matter what you're doing i love that i think it's cool should i should i tell the story of what the guys who were talking about or what the guys in the shoots next to me were talking about do it so i get up so I was Moto 76, class 2635 intermediate. And I get up there and they're like, Moto 75, 2635 inter. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oop, leave that out. It's okay. Like, I'm oh, not going guess to. I'm gonna ha- <laughs> I guess I'm going <laughs> to guess I'm getting bumped up a moto. Okay. And so I get into the the shoots or whatever. And right beside me is the is like 17 to 25 expert or whatever, all that class. And it's a couple dudes and they're just sitting there and they're like, oh, did you guys get bumped up too? Because like half of their gate was just missing. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, man, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> or no, I mentioned, I was like, yeah, we all got bumped up. I don't know what the deal with that is. And the guy's like, yeah, like they probably like shower naked or something. Like who does that? Like at least wear some socks or something. <laughs> and so like, we're joking about that. And then the same guy, now keep in mind, he's wearing like Chrome lensed goggles. So I can't even see his face. <laughs> and I'm just hearing like just jokes rolling out from behind this guy's helmet. And they start talking about, it. he's like, oh dude i gotta poop so bad right now like oh why did i wait <laughs> and then like the guy <laughs> in the shoot to my left is like hey man whatever gets you to the finish line faster you know <laughs> and he's like dude the gate's gonna drop and i'm just gonna go right then. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out afterwards i found out that that guy is on a team with my brother and my nephew so probably gonna be seeing him around sometime <laughs> good that's cool and i was like all right cool. yeah Ooh. So that was a good time. It's funny because like whenever I race, I get like way too in my head. So I was so pumped for that because I was like, man, it's a state qualifier race. I'm all stressed out. And then I get up there and the guys are just joking. And I'm like, all right, cool. I feel loose now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. All right. No shortage of things to talk about. Let's roll <laughs> into this one. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Fake Racers podcast. As always, we're here talking uh, stuff, automotive racing stuff. Um, to my left on your screen is Mr. Davy Hazard. That's me. And down in the bottom all by his lonesome, Mr. Matthew Steelman. That's me. And if you're listening to us on audio only, everything that I just said made absolutely no sense, and I appreciate you for sticking through it. Well, not not if I get over here, because now it's only in your left ear. <laughs> so... That's messed up. That's messed I don't know. up, man. Actually, I don't know if this microphone's that good. No, it did. It did. I <laughs> feel a little bit of a shift. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. If you've made it, uh, we're about seven minutes deep. Eight minutes deep. 
<laughs> you did it. Yeah, it's good. We picked a good episode to have a really long cold opening when we actually have stuff to talk about. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. That's actually that's pretty that's pretty standard. But uh, we'll let's, through it. Let's dive right into it. NASCAR was at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, ass, as it is uh, acronym, as most want to call it, the Atlanta Super Speedway. Mm. Yeah. Wait, who won? On, I forget who won on Sunday. I. They didn't, I talk, they, didn't yeah. talk, they didn't really talk about him a lot. Yeah. Um. Or his hometown at all either. Yeah. So let's, yeah, or his fans. So Chase yeah. obviously didn't even have any fans. This guy. Like, <laughs> a lot even, of those people looked like fans? they were forced to be there. I don't know, man. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> it was, um, was kind of cultish. It was weird. Didn't like it. Um. But Chase Elliott obviously wins uh, at Atlanta. Hit fastest car all day, deserving of the victory. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that's getting lost in kind of people yeah. being upset with chase winning which mm-hmm. is fair i guess um you know i never wanted to give jimmy johnson or jeff gordon or kevin harvick credit when they dominated a race and won mm. and you know cheer for those guys um so the, the the ending of the race obviously corla joy is up front for the probably last quarter of the race quarter of the event they do a pretty good call on pit lane the last stop to i think they didn't take any tires they just put fuel in it Got track position, got out front, stayed up front for the rest of the race. Restarted with the lead there with, uh, was it a two? Was it green-white checkered or was it three to go? I think it was, it was like it was, three or four laps. It was, yeah. yeah, I think it was three. It wasn't overtime. That's all that's important. Mm. Um, And you're going down into turn one. On, you know, actually, so Chase makes the pass going through, yeah. what, three and four? Uh, I think he's in one and two. I think he got the run like down the back stretch and did in three and four. Okay. I think is what it was. So Chase gets the lead coming down the front straightaway. LaJoy does a good job of backing up to Eric Jones, who is sitting in third. I don't know if Jones was trying to pass him or not. doesn't matter because he gives a heck of a shove to Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy has all the momentum, tries to pass on the outside. Chase blocks the run. Um, There's a lot of controversy there. Mm. Um. What's a good block? What's a bad block? A good blocks when you races chase one. Um, yeah, bad, bad blocks wreck race cars. That also happened. Yeah, I mean it's we're now getting into the thing that we come yeah. back to all the time with oval racing is like, what is acceptable? Wasn't what isn't acceptable? Like where's the line? You know what? What are we? What are we willing to accept as an? This is going to sound weird. What are we willing to accept as an ex- an acceptable amount of aggression to win a race? We come back to this all the time in oval racing and, and fendered cars. And it's it's a debate that will probably go on until NASCAR gets sanctioned by the FIA, which is never going to happen. So it's going to go on forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, you know, is there is there a right or... How, how, how about, let's start with this. Is there a right or wrong viewpoint on this joe on this specific incident on like this incident on like this incident i i i don't i think there's people that will say that i don't think that because it, it comes down to again your personal choice of what what are you willing to take there's a lot of people out there that probably would say that wrecking a guy to win a race isn't acceptable mm-hmm. did chase wreck a guy to win the race that can be debated I- yeah, he definitely put point. he definitely put Corey LaJoy in a position where he was either going to wreck or back off and lose, mm-hmm. right? Corey isn't going to back off. He shouldn't. No driver should. 
Um, I don't know. I don't. There, there. It's not cut and dry like a, a lot of folks want to make it out to be. Well, I think I think intent matters also. Because okay. so. Be careful. I am not saying Chase intended to run him in the wall. Maybe intent. Maybe intent's not the right word. But what I mean is, like, let's go back to when Chase was on the other side of that, which was Auto Club this year. And in the immediate aftermath, Kyle Larson was like, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. That was a mistake on my part. And then we fast forward to now and Chase Elliott's like, yeah, I did that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's I mean, Kyle Larson got absolutely drugged through the mud for that wreck. But I feel like people haven't really held on to that as much as people are probably going to hold on to this, not to mention that Chase has a history of already doing this at plate tracks. So I don't know. It's that's I think that's the thing that upsets me about it is just like the, the reckless abandon of it and just not even caring. Yeah, the, the context of it, I think, is yeah. kind of like no. And I get that. I, and I don't I don't disagree either. I also. At the same time, like I go back and I rewatch that replay and it's like, yeah, Corey didn't have as much on him as he as I thought he did at first, but also, you know, he still, like Joe said, he put him in a position where Corey LaJoy had to either let off and let Chase go, or he was going to get wrecked. And short-sighted or not, good idea or not, he decided to get himself wrecked. And, uh... I'm just... Corey made the the right decision hundred out of a hundred times. I... Yeah, I don't think anyone we wouldn't be. I think we'd be talking about this a lot differently. Um, think about how we talk about Eric Jones at Talladega earlier this year. Guess what? We don't. Mm. Um, that was a situation where I don't think he was aggressive enough. Yeah. Um. So That's a good point. In Lejoy's case, it it's his only shot to make the playoffs. I believe he currently sits 31st or 29th in points. So like he's still going to kind of be on the cut line. Um, so it was, a, it was a big, he'd have a big points day. He'd, uh, because I think Kozlowski might be the 30th guy right now. I, I think, uh, correct. He's 44 points behind Kozlowski for 30th. So he would have had a big points day cause Brad did not finish well. Um, he still would have had to continue to have good points days, but we got two road courses coming up. So stage points, uh, and all that, right? All that. Yeah. And, um, and, and 16 winners, but. I was also, it was, um, it, it credit to Chase Elliott to the one thing I'll kind of like concede besides having a fast car race was the move for the lead was very good. Yeah. Um, he had been he had been getting that run down the front straightaway and then diving low at the exit of the dog leg. Didn't do it that time and Corey went to defend it. Really smart spotting by Corey. Corey spotter and smart driving by Corey to, you know, listen and, and, and recognize the move that was probably going to happen. But even, uh, even then really heads up by chase to switch it up at that moment in particular is really good. makes me wonder what would have happened if Corey went low into one instead of trying to commit high, but these things is hindsight's 2020. Yeah. I will say I, I was very impressed with, with how Corey drove at the end of that too, because a lot of the time when you see these kind of underdogs get up front at the end of these plate races, they you kind of no, get that sense that they don't really know what to do in a lot of the situations. I don't think Corey really did anything wrong in those last few laps. He was just the, unfortunately the one who got run into the wall. He just, he just um, made the final wrong move. Yeah, everything it, else up to that was perfect. What I loved, the, what I loved though, is how he like held himself at the end of that race. One. He was going for it. You know, he wasn't just going to accept a good points day. He wanted to win. And two, 
in a situation like that where you're Spire and you've brought, you know, probably your best car that you've ever brought to a track and you have one of the best runs in your history of being a team and then it all goes to hell on the last lap like that. It's so easy, I bet, for that entire team and crew chief and crew and everybody to get so upset about it. And the way Corey was just like, yeah, whatever, man, we'll just move on and kind of keeping the spirits up. I, I really like that. You know, because it could have been very easy for him to go on TV and go, oh, woe is me. You know, we got screwed over at the end of this race, but he didn't. I like yeah. that. And, and even then, it, it would have been like warranted if he did, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, we, no one would have thought different. No one would look twice at it. What's it, up, Joe? What you looking I at? Was just, I was just going to say it'd be kind of almost career suicide at that point to say those types of things about the most popular driver in the sport we've seen. Yeah. Before, that's so. the other thing, too. <laughs> yeah. is it's the other thing Chase that Elliott. Put it in context completely. <laughs> the most popular driver yeah. at his home track. Yeah, <laughs> that's a um, fair point that I didn't consider. Yeah, <laughs> you always got there's things, there's sponsorships. Spire obviously has a, an alliance of some sorts with Hendrick. Obviously, I don't think it's as strong as Spire folks would like, but there is an alliance there. I mean, they, their truck has had pretty much all of Hendrick's drivers in it this yeah. year, so yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I. If for Corey, obviously it's a it's a really good run. He's always been good at these tracks. He's always knows how to get to be in position at the end. Um, it's disappointing for his team. You hit you hit the nail on the head there, but um, I don't know. I I don't uh, I don't like this whole debate about this being one of those situations where people are trying to say Chase threw a bad block. He won the race. Um, you know, d- there's a difference between what Chase did this year and what Chase did at Daytona last year, or what yeah. Joey Logano did in the 500 last year, or, you know, all these, you throw down, you can go down the list. Um, it, a bad, Chase did put himself in a situation, I'll put it like this, Chase didn't put himself in a situation where if Corey decides to do what he did, Chase is getting wrecked as well. Whereas, you know, at Daytona last year he did, or the Logano incident, Logano put himself in a situation, hey, Brad doesn't let up, we're both wrecking. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where I go with the good block, bad block thing. Um, if you get wrecked, it's definitely a bad block. It's, yeah, because I think, I think people confuse the term blocking with like... Ooh, like they're they think, a ne'er-do-well. They, well, I, you know, a block, a block, uh, what I mean is like if they, if some people think like a regular block isn't aggressive mm. and, and a block is an aggressive move regardless of, you know, any other context. So, you know, good block versus bla- bad block. I think a good block is like defensive driving, which is totally different. You know, I think a good block is running the defensive line into a turn when a good block is, it is technically what Chase did. It's also still really aggressive still not always the right or good thing to do it, it but it did it, it, it but we're arguing semantics at that point but we're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bad doesn't mean over aggressive is what you're saying i guess it usually it's usually an over let's talk about someone is, who is over aggressive uh <laughs> real quick we all real know quick, real quick i don't Everyone know knows. <laughs> uh thumbs up thumbs down pool hall Dude, do I even have to bring a thumb up? I don't. Yes. I, I don't I want so a thumb to be for used. Rut, man, he gets associated with all this stuff, and man's a cool guy. And ugh. oh, Rutt, I just thought of a video I need to make. Rudd is so he's so misutilized. Yeah. As a as a as a TV guy, 
Because he's actually a really, like, the guy knows more about cars than, like, anyone I've ever seen on TV and genuinely loves the sport. And they're like, hey, Rut, go be funny with all these people who don't want to talk to you. And Which, like, oh, okay. by his own admission, he likes doing, so. That's fair. <laughs> but. Does it, no other driver have a sports bar they used to hang out at? Why is Chase Elliott <laughs> the only one that gets any publicity? Because the siren. <laughs> it's a siren. I'm gonna open up one in Elk Grove and just be really obnoxious every time Ch- Kyle, Kyle Larson wins. wins. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of obnoxious, <laughs> just play up. Oh, I was gonna say it, but never mind. It wouldn't be funny without it. Speaking of, uh, obnoxious, it was gonna be really funny. Ross Chastain uh, continues to be obnoxious on the racetrack. Um. I I will continue to say. Don't change, but you have to be willing to deal with the repercussions. It's not even it's as like, simple as that. It's not even aggression. It's just like boneheaded stuff. Like oh, somebody was mentioning it. It's the same thing that like when I used to, when Todd Gilland used to be in the truck series with KBM and he would just lay into people's bumpers and then they would get loose and he just wouldn't let off and then he would wreck them every time. And it's like Ross is doing the same thing to Truex this race. And it's like, oh, my God. This is like play racing 101. <laughs> you don't bump draft in the corners. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stupid. I um. It's frustrating because I love Ross. <laughs> god. Ross Chastain. I agree with Joe. I'm about to sneeze, so this is going to be interrupted. <laughs> don't change. Um, but you gotta. This is where. Why can't I sneeze? This is where this is where a veteran of the sport would normally come in. Like we always talk about, there's no there's no one that has that presence. This is where you can <laughs> it's throw your. Not good when Jeff Burton's openly criticizing you. That's on what TV. I was gonna say, Jeff Burton. <laughs> Jeff good. Burton got his ass, dude. He was on him. Yeah. Oh good. man, it was dude. Good. Burton's been on a heater this year because just like what he said about Gregson last week. NBC <laughs> as a whole has been throwing. <laughs> Like just, just they have been on one. Punches are not being held anymore. No, they are not, and I love it. I love Jeff Burton for it because he is telling it like it is. I mean, and that—that's what—that's what a competitor who would be respected in the garage area would need to say to Ross right now. This is where someone would step in and be like, "Hey, you gotta listen. I think you don't gotta do what you do." I've d- I've done chill. some thinking on this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just said chill. That's okay. literally chill. all I want to say. Chill. <laughs> I've done some thinking on this because this continues to come up about locker room leaders and blah, 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 blah. Social media, I mm. think, plays such a big part. How many times have you seen Denny Hamlin send out a snarky tweet and then try to act like he's the like the locker room leader on TV? How many times? You know, like stuff like that. You can't you can't do both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. There was a time where Kozlowski was trying to be vocal, but then he'd say stupid stuff on Twitter. Kyle Busch has done stupid stuff on Twitter. Like, these veterans, they've... The young guys are doing stupid stuff on Twitter. Like, everyone's doing stupid stuff on Twitter. You're doing stupid stuff. I'm doing stupid. We're all doing stupid stuff. That's like the entire premise of my Twitter is that it's stupid. So, you know, I think sometimes for some folks, it's probably hard to take them any... Take it seriously. When, you know, Denny Hamlin's angry at you and you know he's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe yell at I you think, on Twitter. And and there are so many other guys in the sport right now in the Cup Series who I feel like could get th- I, like like there are veterans in the in the sport right now. Like, like Kevin Harvick 
is a veteran in the sport. I don't think anyone would listen to him. Yeah, no. Because they would they just see him as a crotchety old man. And I don't think he wants to be that guy either. I don't think no, he wants to be done. the guy that he's almost out of there. He doesn't want to be the guy that's like grabbing Ross Chastain by the ears and saying, hey, don't do that. Like, like who 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 left would do that? Because we're certainly not going to get that out of a Chase Elliott or a Kyle Larson because they they don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you say. They don't they don't care about this. This is their job. This yeah. is what makes them money. Um, what's up, Joe? That was a great. Uh, okay, yeah, you look, you look sad, but that makes sense that you would be sad about that. They don't care. Um, I can't like Alex Bowman's not going to do that. Like guys who have been in the sport for a few years now, who like who's even a veteran? The only exactly. guy I can Gano, think of, like Truex. Gano, no one's, yeah, no. Kyle. Bush? The only other guy I can think of is Blaney, and Blaney's always just kind of seemed like a pushover to me. So I can't, I can't see Blaney, you know, being the the sheriff of the garage. In- Blaney is too nice. Yeah, he's too nice. I wouldn't even necessarily say pushover. He just doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't get in, and he doesn't. He doesn't like. He's just. He, he's just kind of there as far as yeah. like presence on the racetrack. You know. He's an all star. No, he's very good. I'm not saying he's no, not good. Know, I'm just saying just, like. Yeah. I'm just, saying like stylistically as a driver, stylistically as a driver and as a personality, he's not going to insert himself. Yeah. And there's. I don't think there are a lot of drivers. Anymore, who would? I'm trying to stop looking through the point standings right now. You're not going to find one. Guy. Eric Almarola, maybe? You're not going to find one. You're just not. Um, you know, honestly, if Almarola wasn't retiring, I could say he might be. Uh, apparently, he's not retiring, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, those. Who, who knows, bro? Who knows? Um, But yeah, it's the Ross Chastain stuff. It's just, it's kind of, it's a head scratcher. Um, yes. He's got championship winning speed and it's not, it seems like he's going to blow it because he can't get out of the 25th to 35th place mm-hmm. racing mentality. Yeah. Where you have to be aggressive like that to make pass be, passes because everyone's so equal. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's okay to let the car do the work. Yep. It's a shame and like I don't know if it's a shame. That's that's the connotation that comes with that's a little harsh. I was I was talking about something else. Sorry, I was I was going back to what we were just talking about with like who could fill the role of oh, okay. the guy who's going to do a thing and like Denny Hamlin is the only viable one, but like it's hard to be that guy when and you do, an owner when you and an owner and you like are also like kind of you know I'll put it in a way that's nice because I don't mind Denny Hamlin. He's kind of young at heart. He's gonna he's gonna snap back at people. You know. Yeah. He's still got that in him. He's he not like dog a, in him. he's got he's still got a little bit of that dog in him. He's not like he's not like Rusty Wallace in the late nineties where like yeah his driving days are over, but he's still he's still in it, you know, he's still getting it and he's like the guy, you know. He's not yeah. you know he's 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 still Denny Hamlin's still very much like chopping at the bit to get into some stuff, but that leads to not being able to commend or command you know, the group of drivers as much because they, you know, you're still actively snapping back at them sometimes. I will say guys like Briscoe and, and Harrison Burton give me hope that I'm like, okay, we can still have some kind of level headed guys coming up through the ranks. So. <laughs> Harrison Burton's going to have to find a way to stay in the yeah. cup series, but I he's don't got, disagree. He's got to go a little faster, but I don't disagree with you. But I, I, <laughs> hey, I he see was what doing you mean. a good job this weekend. Yeah. He was, up there. he was up there. First career top 10. Top 10. He ran well. Genuinely. Yeah. 
Uh, I like Harrison a lot, so he gets a little too much, uh, too much thrown at him because I believe it's a new crew chief too. Or no, no, that's um, it's Cindric's crew chief, right, from last year, Xfinity, uh, isn't it, Brian Wilson? Oh, that's twenty-one. Uh, let me see. Don't know. Let me... Yeah, it's Cup crew chief, new, new, new to Cup crew chief. Yeah, but the other thing to remember, he's. 21 and he's also driving for a small single car family owned team in the first year of like yeah. the most revolutionary car that nascar has ever had yeah but i don't <laughs> don't buy into that single car you know oh they build their cars back in the shop in virginia like the penske prepared cars at this point. yeah but it it's not a penske team it still takes a good team to get that car to run well that's what i'm saying who do you think hired probably most of the engineers on the 21 team, including the crew chief? I don't know, because I'm not an employee at Wood Brothers. Someone, so. someone Roger Penske delegated to do that for the Wood Brothers. I'm just so, saying, I'm just, the, Haas the before Stewart showed up. I'm just saying, Haas before Stewart showed up had a literal brand new Hendrick stuff and ran like garbage every week because they didn't have the right people in the right places. Just because you have good equipment doesn't mean you're going to run well every time. No one's, I would like to. I would like to gesture. <laughs> I would like, and and I know this isn't a direct comparison. It, it it. I'm not saying about equipment, but I'd like to gesture very vaguely over at the Gibbs camp and the pit crew <laughs> problems that we've had yeah. recently. It's all people. I mean, it makes sense. Just because it's Gibbs and it's high class and they have the best pit crews on like two of their teams doesn't mean that their whole pool of pit crew members who they are going to lease out to these two Toyota teams. Like I know this is different context. I get it, but like it's the same premise. I I, I, I see what Matt's saying. I, yeah. I wasn't trying to say like oh the twenty one team they should be winning races. I was just saying that like there's a lot of Penske there. There's the, it's a development team for a reason. Oh no, I know. I yeah. they should be running better, but yeah, for whatever reason they're not. It's a development team for a reason, but it's also a development team for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Circular arguments. Um, Xfinity Series. <laughs> Austin Hill won. It was a boring Speaking race. of going in circles. Um, I thought it was a really boring race. Yeah. Or speaking the, of circular arguments. Didn't enjoy Xfinity, it. The Xfinity cars in full throttle-ish environments have always sucked, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah. Maybe Xfinity should go to mid-Ohio and the truck should be at Atlanta for that second weekend. Adding another road course to the Xfinity you know, Series schedule. <laughs> you know, you, it sounded like you were making a meme for a second there, but I don't think you're too crazy for that. No, I'm not. I know I'm not. That's um, not a bad idea. It'll never happen though because it's a you know it's a SMI owned date and they'd have mm. to get a kickback somewhere and NASCAR would lose a dib. It shouldn't matter in the mm. end, but it does. Yeah, uh, Jesse Woodie wasn't a great race though. Now Jesse Woodie spun on lap two and a half. Um. Oh, never change. Some someone needs to tell him to just let someone else drive his car. It's okay to be an owner in the sport that you love. You don't have to. You drive still a car. race late models. God, Pop. we're hitting like every. <laughs> Can't do frequent, any worse. We're hitting like every frequent fake racers podcast topic this week, which we is really Chase Elliott doing something one. dumb, Ross Chastain doing something dumb. Who's the real leader in the garage? Jesse Uji spinning out a thousand times. <laughs> There's we're 39 to to our, entries to to this to week to too, one. and he's on the entry list. So of course he is. No, no. Remember the 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 uh, <laughs> um, 
the speculation was that he had that military service because there was more than 38 cars on the entry list. Yeah. <laughs> There's 39 cars this weekend because Byron's in the 88. Um, trucks. We're in mid-Ohio. While Ohio, it's, I will admit, is the worst state in the Union. I will admit that. There's something, another one of our frequent ones, Joe, <laughs> Joe talking shit about Ohio. Something good did happen. Davey, would you like to tell the fans at home what happened? Come on! Race winner, baby! That's what I'm talking about! I knew! You always know. That's why that's why that's why Parker Kligerman deserves better always. Dude, I really hope the rumors of Henderson going full time next year actually becomes a thing. They said they'd like to. Yeah. Oh I want that race to win diecast, but it's probably not gonna be made. It um, might. <laughs> it probably not. <laughs> probably not, but it should. Because everyone everyone hates me. Life hates me. The world hates me. Um no one wants to see me up. Obviously, that finish was really good. It was not truck series-esque. I think it helps to have a guy that probably should have been in the Cup Series this year um, running second to a guy that should be in the Xfinity Series this year. Right? Um, hey, we've talked about the the whole Zane Smith to the one car uh, pre-Trackhouse thing before. Zane mm. Smith is probably Cup-ready more than... Probably just as much as a Noah Gregson, a John Hunter Nemechek, who's already been there, like... He's, He's on that level, in my opinion. Which is crazy, because he hasn't even run Xfinity yet. Yeah, he has. Has he? Yeah, he ran for JRM. I have no memory of this. Yep. Well, he hasn't run full-time. You get yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got what you were saying. I got your drift, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure you were drifting in the right way, you know? Pick, mm. Picking up what I'm laying down. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did. How about that? So, Dane's <laughs> got experience. It was a very classy finish. He talked about how Parker pushed him to the win at Daytona. I was kind of trying to repay that favor, which was awesome because I don't think anyone else on that grid, the other 34 drivers, give a crap. Nope. So They don't. I think Crafton even tried to fight somebody afterwards, too. Yeah, he and Austin he, he, Wayne's self were doing some funnies. They were doing stuff in the trucks, but no one tried to fight each other after Austin that. Austin Wayne's self being an idiot? Who could have called that? Yeah. Haley Deegan was on Door Bumper Clear and she talked a little bit about the truck race and um, how it was very much what we expect from the truck series and Which everyone was sucks. bouncing off each other. It, yeah. Because the trucks put on some great racing. Yeah. Like just from a, you know, race some car of, standpoint. Some of those late 2000s, early 2010s truck races were some of the best NASCAR races that have ever happened. Oh yeah, like they're they, just so good. That was the era where my dad and I we looked forward to truck races more than anything else, like mm -hmm. every weekend. Like trucks Fr at Daytona used to be the best race of the year. Friday night after school, I would go to Speed Channel and I would immediately try to find where and when the truck race was starting. Yeah. Do new new new. Um. Oh, dude, don't do that to me. I'll <laughs> cry. Don't do that to me. That's messed up. Um. <laughs> but obviously, major kudos to Zane oh. Smith. Uh, not just dumping the crap out of Parker to win a race, like again, half the truck field would probably do, if not. Very more. good racing, and I yes. res I gained a lot of respect for Zane Smith. Um, it was impressive. Yeah. Parker did awesome. Thank you, Parker, for my twelve dollars that I won. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, yeah, Henderson winning. So it it was cool too because 
that having a truck race that's independent of the Cup Series, obviously they have the modified pit stops. So, you know, they, they pretty much brought people, right, that work with the mm-hmm. team, that are friends of the team owner. And um, I forget the crew chief and the, the employee guy's name. Um, was it Chris Carrier? Why is that name coming to mind? I think I think Chris Carrier is right. Um, but that was really cool. Um, obviously this team's won before they won at Talladega in 2017 with Parker. Also with Parker, 2018. yeah. Yeah, 2018. 2018. Um, so I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's obviously really cool, and hopefully the team can get funding to run full time. Uh, as long oh, yeah. as Parker's sponsors don't drop out on him at the ninth hour, eleventh hour. Yeah, the tr- the crew chief was Chris Carrier. Yes, look at me, big brain in it up in here. And by big brain, I mean having fish brain and being able to remember things. Um, <laughs> David, do you want to get yeah. one more screaming? Um, you got anything else to I say? S- I screamed a lot okay. on Saturday, and I lost my voice. Okay. And I screamed a little bit just now, and my voice We're all is. Good. Uh, we're all good, doing man. a thing. We're good. We're good on streaming, but I just want to say, sports hasn't brought me that much joy in a very long time. I've 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 watched like soccer games when like where where we beat our rivals, and that's always really good. And that's a huge amount of joy. But I like NASCAR. Like being a Ryan Priest fan, a Parker Kligerman fan, these last two weeks or last like few weeks. I mean, ah, oh, I ah. Uh, oh. I thought I thought I had used up all my motorsports fanhood luck being a Jimmy Johnson fan, and it's nice to know that I didn't. It's nice to know I can still celebrate being a Ryan Priest and Parker Klingerman fan. Let me tell you, good times. And my dad, my dad was ecstatic too. He was friggin' going crazy. He was texting me and stuff. That was awesome. It was so cool. Anyway, I'm happy. Happy boy. Um, I didn't watch F1. I decided to sleep in. So I don't really have notes. I know Ferrari did a funny with the power plant going brr. <laughs> um, I know that was really exciting. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. I have it in our notes. This is obviously I don't want, we we I go unedited, you know. Um, I didn't watch so, F one. Yeah, asleep. me neither. All right, uh, hear that Formula <laughs> One. You're no longer part of the Fake Racers podcast. You will be some other time though when we can watch it. U.S. Grand yep. Prix. Um, Basically. SRX. Was in Nashville. Joseph Newgarden actually led the field to the green. Won the first heat. Did really good. Really cool. In stock cars, esque, fendered cars, whatever you want to say. Um, And Bobby Labonte won the main event. Finally, redemption. Yeah, Bob Lob. I don't know why I said redemption. Um, And like that wasn't an amazing race, but it that was the kind of race where SRX like shows what it is. It was really good. A lot of guys from all these. I mean, it's been that the whole time. But like Joseph Newgarden, a current IndyCar star. Right. It's, it's a little bit different than like Elio Castroneves, who I understand won the Indy 500, but is on the other side of his driving career. Tony Kanan. Tony Kanan, again, also on the other side of his driving career, in my opinion. And then but obviously it's, it's, there's it's, a lot of the other guys. But... but it's just really cool. A current IndyCar star mixing it up with some of these heroes of motorsport. It was cool. I loved it. I absolutely. That's why I love SRX with stuff like that. And Booby Labooney. Cool to see him in victory lane. All right. Yep. Cool. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. Did you not watch it, Matthew? Did you no, not? I was busy. Okay. Um, he was racing. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just, you know, maybe found a, a, a phone. Um, 
I do think TV wise this year, the show's been a lot cleaner. Don't know if I like that. Um, because I feel like we're missing out on some of the stories that we got last year that we're not like we have barely had anything about the, you know, the local hero driver. I feel like that's not been as big of a, again, I think the promotion for the series this year has been awful. Um, compared to last year. And I know part of that was hype, but if you had the hype, you shouldn't have had to promote it as much as you did. And you did. Um, don't know if it's a money thing, if whatever it may be, but, uh, I don't know. I think that kind of sums up my feelings about SRX. It's really cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. I don't know how it stays on CBS if it doesn't pull in better numbers than what it has this year. You gotta be, you gotta Mm. be over a million. And I don't think they've made that mark yet, which is disappointing, which is unfortunate, disappointing because the product is definitely worthy of good TV ratings. But uh, I don't know. I don't know where the the lack I, people saying that, oh, people are actually going out this year because of the pandemic and stuff, you know, people were doing that last year. Yeah, that's that's a that's a chicken argument. But. Um, bless you. Um, Thank you. I'll make sure the witches don't get your body because your soul is escaping when you sneeze. I appreciate it. Um, did you sneeze again? Bless you. No, I just um. Oh, bless. God bless like, you, David. God bless you. That like. That, yeah, like, you don't have to sneeze to be through, blessed. Like, <laughs> like threw my body into whack. I'm a little um, off kilter now. <laughs> my circadian rhythm's all yeah. off now. So SRX, <laughs> SRX is fun. Cool to see Bobby the Bonnie yeah, win. Circadian rhythm. I think Matt Kenseth is running the next few weeks too. That's cool. Um, I think Bobby is the points leader now too. I think he overtook mm-hmm. Brian Newman. That's um, cool. Tony Stewart had an awful race and probably might be out of the points championship, so that's cool. Um, because it was kind of weird Tony win the title last year, not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, Tony, did Tony drive the 14 or the 20 last year? My brain says 20, but I know it was 14, but it was orange, it wasn't red. I thought he ran the 20. Hang on. I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up right now. Those are semantics. Um, do we have any SRX picks for this weekend? We'll just kind of get them out of the way while we're right here, so we're not wasting as much time when we get to the end. Michael Waltrip. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Marco again because he's finished second two weeks in a row. Ken Schrader, baby. He's going to get it done um, on the dart. And off also, five. I was wrong. Uh, Stewart did run the 14 last season. Was it an orange car, though? It, it was orange, yeah. Okay. That's where the brain go burr. Um, so, yeah, SRX. Uh, Tyler Reddick slid on in to a press conference today. He slid into the press conference like the <laughs> people try to slide into my DMs. All the time. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Um, that was awful. Deal is yeah, for 2020. I'm being honest. Yeah, honestly, this this show is not my best work, but um, <laughs> a deal for 2024. It was weird when RCR only picked up his extension for 2023. Initial thoughts. Um. Uh, what a weird way to announce this, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of showed up. Uh, uh, did you, Did you say what? What actually? I don't think you said that it was so, already going to twenty eleven. Okay, I got But this. he like. Po- uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I don't want to. Okay, you just you fill in the gaps. Okay, we we're gonna do this together here. Hmm. Joe, I need you to like quit the fucking performance art. Like we gotta, we gotta figure this out. I'm you not can gonna bleep, bleep that out that. if you want. No, okay, I'm good. Not. I'm good with good. it. <laughs> good. Good. 
Um, Good. So, <laughs> twenty three eleven, Denny Hamlin. They're kind of having like a mid season press conference type thing, kind of talking about how the year's gone so far. Um, you know what they're happy about, what they're disappointed in, blah 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 blah. Uh, media, they open it up for questions. Media people ask questions. All of a sudden, Tyler Reddick's name appears on screen. They make a joke about him being in the wrong press conference. He exits off from his cell phone, and then all of a sudden, he's right next to Denny Hamlin. Denny's like, "Yeah, I'd like to announce that Tyler's going to drive for us in 2024." I got the gist of it right. Yeah. Um. Very weird. Kind of. I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, it was cool. It was cool in, a, in the fact that it was different. Mm-hmm. It was weird, though. I mean, it was weird. It can be weird and cool at the same time. Yeah, I guess. But uh, Tyler Reddick, 2311. Uh, there hasn't... <sighs> Denny had talked about how if Kurt wants to keep driving, they're not going to force him out. I didn't see any comments about Bubba, which worries me as a fan. Yeah. I get that. I but also, also not really. when, uh, when when Denny was on Dale's podcast, he talked about how three was a sweet spot for teams right now. Three mm-hmm. cars per team was a sweet spot. So it gives me a little bit of faith heading into this silly season, the next one. Yeah, that uh might be a, just be a third car. I was thinking maybe uh you know potentially buying one of Gibbs charters if they go back to three teams, which I don't know if that'll happen, but you know. So. There's this miscon- misconception that 2311 buys their cars from Gibbs, like just straight up buys them from Gibbs and Gibbs tells them everything. Uh, mm-hmm. According to the NASCAR rulebook, no. Um, they they really can't, and it's from what Denny Hamlin has said, NASCAR is very diligent in making sure that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think we've talked about that yeah. agreement before. I just like to always bring it up whenever we talk, when we, we bring yeah. Joe Gibbs Racing into a 2311 discussion, like we did last mm-hmm. week with the pit crews. For those not up to date with their fake racers podcast lore, obviously. Mm-hmm. it's The lore is very important. Did you know Matthew hasn't been on the show for its entirety? Uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, what? We haven't always had a video element to our shows. What? Uh, anyway, what was that? A train. train. Yeah, some guy on a motorcycle going to buy. So. Nah, train. Train. Um, but sounds like Kurt and Bubba should be okay. I don't like you said. I don't know where they get the charter from. I. Joe Gibbs, maybe. I, I don't know. As a parting gift, Danny Hamlin gets the chart. Gets the eleven car charter. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, because Rick Ware sold off the two that they had, mm-hmm. technically. The, the the one that they had and then the one they shared with Petty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ganassi <laughs> got out of the sport completely. Trackhouse wants to get a charter, it seems. Uh, Justin Marks mm-hmm. wants another charter. I don't know where he's going to get it from. Yeah. Um, Does Trackhouse only have one? I oh, know, they have Ganassi's two. Duh. Yep, they have the two. But with the Project 91 car and bunch of other things which uh, project 91 car it's gonna it's not gonna be based the, it sounds like the business plan for that car and i know this is not anywhere near what we're talking about and i'm getting way off track but deal with it um it's all ripple effects you know it's all, it's all good yeah so the project 91 car it's, it seems like a lot of what will take care of the expenses of that car is the driver that you're bringing in merchandise sponsorship that type of stuff right you're gonna be bringing in kimmy reichen in this year you're gonna be probably it's I would assume Melio Castrodeves you're going to bring in next year for the 500. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just all these things, right? Yeah. Um, 
And maybe trying to get a charter for that, running that car full time might be beneficial. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, there's also obviously a discussion about NASCAR adding charters, and this just adds more to the landscape. Again, 2024 is a couple years away. When does the charter agreement up? 2025, right? That's the number that always comes to my head. So, I mean, right before that, they could always run a car for Kurt part-time as an open team and make most races without even having to qualify and would Mm. probably still qualify. So, Charter agreement runs out at the end of 2024, by the way. I just looked up to verify. Okay, yeah. Oh, look at that. Right after they're going to add Tyler Reddick to the fold. So, you know, a thought that popped into my head as we're talking is maybe they buy a charter this offseason open up a third team, start it. You put Ty Gibbs in the car for select events. You put, um, you know, maybe Trevor Bain gets in there for a couple of races. Maybe, you know, you get some different guys in there. You use it as like an all-star car. Whatever happens with Ty happens going into 2024. And Tyler takes that seat. If Kurt isn't ready to hang up the wheel, which I, I really think he will be after next year. Yeah. Um, because we've been saying he's going to retire the last like six different contracts. It seems like. <laughs> I mean, gosh, people are saying he should retire after 2011. So the year he doesn't get his like one regularly scheduled <laughs> win is probably the year that he retires. <laughs> so if he keeps this up, he's like just going to keep going. So <laughs> it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, because, you it know, the, the economics the of this. Talk. Yeah, because the economics of the sport are now more readily available for people than ever before. Yeah. And as we come up to what I assume would be a renewal of the charter agreement. Obviously there would, there might be some changes to like contracts in terms of like money and stuff, but like, like more or less, like there should be. Um, I wonder what that does to the cost of charters as we move closer to that date, how they fluctuate, what that's going to mean for these teams. Um, will they go up and down? Will they go only down? Will they go only up? I have to, you know, obviously, as we hear more rumblings about what those contracts are going to look like, which I'm sure we will at some point, uh, well, that, that'll become more clear, but I'm really intrigued to see what happens with that. What I'm wondering is like, how do we think this is going to go for Reddick? Cause <laughs> that's a can of worms. This is my hot take. I'm not going to say it's a downgrade, but I don't know if this is as big of an upgrade as everybody thinks it is. Well, look at Bubba Wallace, right? Yeah. Would you really say the move to the 23 has been an upgrade over the 43? The results don't say so, but again, I've been in the camp that Eric Jones is a better race car driver at this moment than Bubba Wallace. Yeah, well, that, yeah that's the thing that like gives me trepidation about this, is like 2311 struggling to get both of their cars you know, running solid, complete races, and then now you're trying to throw a third car in there. Yeah, so, hmm. and we don't know if they're throwing a third car in there. Yeah. Again, well, if that's yeah, that's the speculation. We don't, we don't know. Yeah. Um. Be careful because the forty-five has been a lot better than the twenty-three. Um. They've put together a lot of races. Yeah. Probably at least half. I would say they've put together half of the races, which, by all accounts of what this year has been like, is pretty good. Um. It gets you top sixteen in the points, which, I think, has to count for something. So, and that's not playoff wins i mean they're, i'm pretty sure they're top 16 in points i don't know off the top of my head yeah. but um it's just it's important it's important to look at the 23 and the 45 teams right now as very different entities 
Um, as we move throughout mm -hmm. the summer, the 23 is going to be in a must-win situation. The 45 is going to be in a points race situation. He's also currently 16th in points. You were right. So, top 16 in points. I got it, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. Just be, just be careful. Be careful about how we look at 2311. Careful. Yeah. I'm just, it, it's more of just like a sense of frustration, you know, where it's like this team has so many resources and so much money and Bubba Wallace is behind. And it, not all of it's to his driving. They've had, they have probably the worst pit crew in the cup series. Now the 20 team um, does. Yeah. Well, he did now. It, now the 20 team does, but Bubba's behind <laughs> Chris Buescher, no. Justin Haley and Michael McDowell in points. I mean, the 20 team had the worst crew. Before this, whatever his pit crew sucks. That's uh, the only point that matters. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not top ten. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Jones is is seven spots ahead of him in points in the car that he left, and I'm not saying he made a bad career decision by leaving. Yeah, you got to be careful. People got to be careful yeah, with saying I, like twenty three eleven's potential is a lot higher than RPMs, and that's not RPM anymore. Remember. Joe, shut Joe, I'm gonna... up! Oh my God, <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, Petty GMS, baby, I'm gonna be anyway, petty up in here. Whatever Richard Petty's deciding to call his team this week, <laughs> Joe Semantic Tawanski. Oh, crap! Oh my God, yeah. I, this whole show you've been Joe Semantic Tawanski. Holy crap! Yeah. Relax. Ahead of both 2311 cars and points. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Goodness. Freaking gracious. Is, where's Austin Dillon? He's P20. Okay, so he's ahead of the 23. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what happens with RCR. They were upset. I know that. That tweet oh, yeah. was... Um... I would be too. <laughs> yeah, but that tweet was a bit ridiculous. I mean, it was, but... That read like a... And I said this. That read like an NR2003 thing. Three team that took itself too seriously, posting about it on Facebook. Yeah, that and we Joe said about, about it was weird too. I, Where, uh, yeah, they knew it was coming, right? He said something along yeah. those lines. He said it shouldn't be. He said it shouldn't have been a surprise to RCR, which, which isn't as weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out like what that implies. Uh, the fact that they wouldn't extend him to what he's worth is mm. very obvious that he's worth more than. Whatever his current contract is. Well, so wait, probably... when did they when did they sign his extension? Uh, they announced it last week. Was it really last? Yes. See, that's what that's what weirded me out. Is I was like, I swear he just signed a contract extension with RCR. Yeah, I think it it might have been before Road America, but I'm pretty sure it was after. And it's not signing an extension; it's they picked up his option mm -hmm. for the net for next year. Um, which we'll get to picking up options here in a couple minutes, but it's, I just, I don't know what the outlook for RCR is, right? You got Austin Hill coming up, could probably run well in the Cup Series and has some funding. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Creed has been Chevy's little, like, nurture project. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but... Nurture project. He's He's been up on their development ladder. I feel like he's right there behind Noah. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think I think RC is aiming for Creed or Hill, you know, because I don't think he picked the, either of those two guys up just with the intention of like, 
you know, just run my well, Xfinity I mean, he wasn't even way. picking uphill in the first place, so just remember that. Yeah. That wasn't even going to be I his mean, car, like, a month before the season. Yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, it, like, for example, Sheldon Creed has not had a great year. No. Um, but I don't think there's... It doesn't uh, seem like they're worried about it. Yeah. I don't think anybody at RCR is is looking at Sheldon Creed and being like, oh, this guy's going to be a bust. Because, I mean, look at it. his rookie truck season was not good either. And then overnight, he turned into a super dominant truck series driver. So and he's only 24. I keep thinking Sheldon Creed's way older than he actually is. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Came out of nowhere. Came out of left field. Sorry, I am I am listening. I'm I'm just checking Twitter to make sure we haven't missed anything today. <laughs> Did we miss was, anything? I don't think so. Well, the next thing that we talked about is uh, done for now. It's done. Is there like what what else happened? Was it just well the... nothing? Nothing else happened. Is what I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, it's okay. it's okay. nothing has happened. It's done for now. We All are right. well. Let's get to it. Because the speculation has been rampant around a fucking <laughs> IndyCar Series champion. Alex Pillow, baby. Alex was it Pillow. literally last week, I think, that we talked about how Pillow wasn't going anywhere? <laughs> Canassi said the same thing, like, six Today. hours ago. Like, <laughs> um, I can't believe it, man. So earlier today, Chip Canassi Racing announced they that they had signed Alex Pillow to an extension. I don't know if they put years on it. I think they just put mm. extension. Um, again, that's common in motorsports for that type of stuff not to necessarily be mentioned in these releases. Start dates usually are, but extended and end dates aren't. Um, they had their little press release. They had a quote from Chip Ganassi. They had a quote from Alex <laughs> Pillow. Um, and then did the Pillow tweet come before? The press release or after the press release? It came before, before the McLaren one. Okay, so Alex Pillow then says, Hey, um, I never said that. <laughs> LOL, this is the first time I'm hearing about this extension. JK, ha ha ha, funny, LOL, not coming back. And, uh... Then he said like something really snarky about looking forward to finishing out the year with Chip Ganassi Racing. Or something <laughs> about, like, I haven't lost respect for the people that work here. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something yeah, weird. I, I have right. his tweet pulled up right now. All right, you got the thread? Oh, yeah. it's a thread. Which is it's funny, because it started out of tweet one of two, and then it ended up being two of three after that, so... It ended up being longer than he initially intended. It says, I've recently learned about or learned from the media that this afternoon, without my approval, Chip Ganassi Racing issued a press release announcing that I would be driving with CGR in 2023. Even more surprising was that CGR's release included a quote which did not come from me. I did not approve that press release and I did not author or approve that quote. As I have recently informed CGR, for personal reasons, I do not intend to continue with the team after 2022. This evening's unfortunate events aside, I have great respect for the CGR team and look forward to finishing this season strongly together. <laughs> so he says that. Um, and that was at f my time, 4 p.m. And then uh, literally eight minutes, or no, yeah, eight minutes later, McLaren announces that he is signing with them. With McLaren Racing. Yes. 
and tweeted from the McLaren F1 Twitter page. So. He will be testing the McLaren F1 car with Pato Award and Colton Herta. I was going to mention that too. Herta tested a McLaren F1 car very recently too. Um, sounds like McLaren might have a new F1 lineup. Question yeah. mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, so Ricardo was... has been not good. No, I know, I know his... that. I know that part, yeah. but I mean, I don't know if they have the points to have the, what is this? It's a super license, yeah, a super right? License, yeah. Uh, let's take a look. I, we've done this before, or... where like an IndyCar championship means a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially, um, it's, it's on par with Formula 2, I believe. Yeah, so hmm. we'd be right there with points, I, I would assume, but... Um, nonetheless, Chip Ganassi racing having egg on its face is always going to be funny to me for some reason. <laughs> uh, it should be. That's fan in you. Yeah, probably. Um, not something you expect from that team? No. Yeah, I don't know. what I, I, A little confused as to what it, like, I'm not confused as to the situation. Confused as to what the hell is going on. Something had to have happened. Something weird is happening. Yeah. Especially coming off a championship, too. Well, I think it's more so. I, I think Pelope, the way he said it's the personal reasons, I think he wants to go to F1. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, Maybe, yeah. what, what race car driver doesn't want to go to the highest form of their motorsport? Hmm. And IndyCar well, is not the highest form of open-wheel racing. According to a lot of people, AJ Allmendinger. Um, hey, yo, that's another callback. Enjoying... Okay. Enjoying what you do and aspiring to be at the top of what you do are two different things. Unfortunately. Fair point. Rarely. If you're the champion of something, do you enjoy the climb to the championship? But, um, it's just weird. Yeah. Would assume Alex Pillow will be in an F1 car next year. Wouldn't be surprised. The thing that gets me about it is just how, like, I I want to know what the the truth is, because like, <laughs> some somebody somewhere on the chain of command just jumped the gun on releasing something. They were probably in talks with him about an extension. Someone probably started drafting the article in the press release, and it hit send somewhere. Yeah, or some or someone got angry, or um, it's more than likely a mistake. I don't think it's done with any malintent i would at least hope not you know yeah. these are pretty professional organizations right mm-hmm. um so i just it's yeah it's just where the confusion comes from me is because like you have ganassi side where they're like we had a contract in place and Pelot's like that never happened <laughs> so it's like okay clearly somewhere in the middle the truth is there because somebody high up in cgr had to think at some point that Pelot had a contract in place and how did they get that impression if that if if it just flat out wasn't true? You know? And this isn't like confusing. sports where a team can just pick up an option on a player. Yeah. And be like, yeah, you're gonna keep playing for us. Mm-hmm. Um usually with these options, both have to pick it up. I think probably like Tyler Reddick's case, it probably was RCR had the right to pick it up or not, and he has to deal with it. 
Mm. Um, but a lot of times with racing, it's both sides have to come to an agreement on the option and then, you know, negotiate in good faith and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Who I don't knows? know what this means for the Arrow team. Uh, we know Rossi's going to be there. We know Pato's going to be there. At least we think we do. We think he will be. Should be. I assume. Um, we know Felix Rosenquist is going to be doing something McLaren related. <laughs> so, Man. um, I know uh, before the show started, someone was saying Arenas VK to the ten, which it's interesting. Would make sense, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure Jack Harvey wishes he would have waited a year. Because <laughs> yeah. that's that that. Ray Hall thing is not going well. No, no. it's not. No, it's not. Um, shout out to Hy-Vee for being this year's Carvana. Um, Yikes. <laughs> without the, like, the big talent, like the big name brand driver. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Husky Chocolate, too. Yeah. Man. Shout out to Husky Chocolate. I'm, for I'm still so mad about that. Winning I'm the, very upset. The biggest race in the in North America, and if not the world, and just not selling to the market in which the race is held. They don't even right. ship to Finland, which is literally right next door. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. The website tells all. Oh, they've added a banner to their website. It says available in Sweden and Norway. Rest of the world coming soon. <gasps> did we? Did oh. we? Oh my god! Wait, wait, did we get Husky Chocolate to send uh, their product around the world? I am choosing to take all credit for this. <laughs> we could. We could have. I'm down to start that rumor. Oh my god! The official United States supplier of Husky Chocolate. Wait, he's gonna be I... clipping this so quickly once the show's posted. <laughs> I'm gonna see. Okay, so they have their apparel store. I'm gonna see. Oh my god, they ship pay. their clothing to more. Pl- they ship their merch to more places than they do that their actual sense. product. That makes sense. So if you live in Poland, you can buy a Husky Chocolate shirt, but you can't actually buy the product itself. I'm so mad. <laughs> this is infuriating. I want Husky Chocolate. I um, want to try it. I want to be sponsored anyways, by Husky Chocolate. Anyways, to sum up the Alex Below if, stuff, we want we get Husky Chocolate. If we get yes. sponsored by Husky Chocolate, do you know how like happy I'll be? You don't even have to sponsor us. Just send us like like a bottle. A bottle. A I don't even bottle. need like an entire crate. Just send me like one. I'll take you a know? crate. Give me some yeah. stickers. I mean, I would like, like a... a I'd like a loot box, but like if you can't for logistics, dude, a husky like, chocolate loot box. Got ah, like a little diecast in it. And... Yeah! yeah, a husky chocolate scarf. I will one hundred percent chill. Would you if... hang it up with I, your other I'll... scarves? Oh yes, I would. It'd be right behind me. Heck yeah! As long as our relationship with husky chocolate continues, husky chocolate, um, we don't sell to you. That's their tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, to some of the Alex Pelo stuff that um, <laughs> weekend preview. Speaking of IndyCar, IndyCar <laughs> Wait, is back. What if that's why he's leaving? Is because he's seeing the logos on their cars, and he's like, "Hey, Chip, can I get some Husky?" And they're like, "No, idiot, <laughs> stupid, no, of course not." But F one races in Europe where it is available to buy. 
you just you're on to something oh yeah we figured it out <laughs> we've put the pieces together in the puzzle i'm on matt you're a genius <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tweet it alex polo right now yeah listen i'm just like you buddy me and yeah. you were the same we just want husky chocolate husky chocolate sponsors the mclaren f1 team i just realized <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'm telling you, we did it. We figured it out. We put all the pieces together. Can't wait for this to be the title of the show. Oh my god! <laughs> we're back. We're back. Hooked on husky. I chocolate. feel like that should be worth at least some free merch for me putting all those together. <laughs> husky, I need you to make a make a little graphic, like a little. You know, you know the the meme. You know, where he's like, he's. I don't. I forget. Is you know, it from the Arrested meme. Dele- is the it, only one is it Arrested Development. <laughs> Where like it's the the board, the red lines on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that oh is from the that show? oh Pepe Silvia from uh from It's Always Sunny. Oh, okay, it, where he's I like don't know all the dots. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'll, I'll make that after this. Okay. Good. Husky good, chocolate. Good, good. It's okay. the whole it, the husky chocolate's driving the sports economy right now. They really are. But uh, IndyCar is back on the streets of Toronto this weekend on mm. Peacock exclusively. Um, so I know folks are going to complain about that again. Again, if I'm you're sh- playing the, the fake racist drinking game, there's another one for you. <laughs> Joe talking about Peacock. <laughs> Joe liking Peacock as a service. Man, um, I have a, I, I had a hard time finding a NASCAR, a, bra- a stream for the, na- not a stream, but like I had a br- hard time, like, like I said, legally streaming the NASCAR race this past weekend than I did, uh, any IndyCar race this year. So bobbing my boom. What you doing, NASCAR? What you doing, NBC? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Miss missed out on a legitimate viewer by doing that, boys. Let's uh, let's not admit to that on on tape, please. Uh, I don't care. You made it hard for me to watch your race. I'm gonna watch it a different way. But uh, F- or IndyCar is in Toronto. Um, it would make all the sense in the world if Alex Pillow won this weekend. <laughs> Uh, I believe he's up there. He's up there in the points. Needs a win. Hasn't won yet this year. Um, to kind of break up the Penske slash Erickson dominance at the top of the standings. Mm-hmm. I believe Will Power took the points lead. Uh, er- no, Erickson still in the got points it. Lead. Erickson got it back. That's right. Pelo's P four. Yep. And then it's Power Newgarden. Uh, Power Newgarden Pelo Pato Award. Yep. Okay, so, um, I'm gonna pick. Joseph Newgarden to win, though. Willpower. Uh, give me Mark Erickson then. We suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about winning. NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, it's about winning the thing we don't keep track of. It's about winning. Yeah, it is, Matthew. Yeah, you may have is. given up, but I'm still going for it. <laughs> he said, "We suck." Um, speak for yourself. Uh, NASCAR is up in New Hampshire this weekend uh, with Xfinity and Cup and Wheel and Modified Racing. Although we're not picking the Modified Race because understandable. As much as I like Modifieds, yeah. um, hold on, I got, I got about New Hampshire real quick. This uh, makes me think things might happen. Go ahead. No. New Hampshire as a state has like five feet of coastline, but yet their flag has a clipper ship on it. <laughs> deal with it scrub it makes me uh, so mad <laughs> um 
obviously this track uh, if you know we're playing the prediction game gateway comes to mind um maybe a little bit of richmond <laughs> we're talking about all silly season stuff we're, we we pick top three in andy car points and then we're like all right to the cup series and we're gonna pick reddick bubba wallace and kurt bush <laughs> um but gateway richmond phoenix um one guy that was quick at all of them was ryan blaney um chase briscoe ross chastain are we picking Cup first? Kyle Bush. No, we're picking Xfinity. I'm just naming off Cup drivers. I was, I didn't know if you were looking up an entry list because I know you take this no, super already, serious. No, I already got a. All right, who are you picking? I got an entry list. I um, Landing Castle. All right. Uh, give me Sheldon or no? Yeah, no, I'll take Sheldon Creed. Give me him. Shit, give me your best, uh, Vince Welch Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed. Thank you. Splits the deuce. All right. Um. I did that today. <laughs> we have left the rails. Um, I don't want to do this. I'm going to. Just uh, take Ty Gibbs already. No, I'm taking Trevor Bain. Oh, okay. I think he's in this race. I think he's in the 18 this week. Um, It'd be a bold pick if he wasn't. I'll just take whoever's in the 18 then. <laughs> Uh, let's take a look. Oh, yeah, I'm forgetting what I'm No one doing. picked William Byron, by the way, who's running the 88 this weekend. Or any JRM yeah. guys. I thought about taking, uh, Josh Berry, but then I accidentally said Sheldon Creed, and I was like, well, I guess that's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> also, Bane is in the 18, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, and then Cup. Ooh, who do I... You know what? Max Chaos, Ross Chastain. Let's go. Chaos, Denny Ham- he says. Gonna dump Denny Hamlin for a fourth time this season. <sighs> and Denny will still do nothing. I'm sure he's got some banger tweets lined up. Chris Busher. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Especially coming off the, the fact that he didn't race at Gateway. Um, Correct. Fresh, <laughs> fresh, fresh set of eyes, baby. Exactly. I'm gonna take Ryan Blaney because he's he's got to win his race. He's got to win his race. He has to do yeah, the playoffs. He'll win Daytona. No one you worry about it. Um, but that's this week's show. It was a fun show. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're kind of we're we're almost at an hour and we're at an hour fourteen minutes. So uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, Davey, thanks for doing it. Davey, social yes. media. Any social media? Yeah. It's a, you, you'll, D7H5 you'll, or D7H5. Davey has it. You'll see it. If you want it, you find it and go on and get it. Come on now. Uh, Matthew can be found at msteelman51. The underscore unofficial. Is it another underscore? I literally uninstalled Instagram off my phone, so don't expect anything. <laughs> um, msteelman51 on Twitter. He's yeah. also going to co host Oof Sides this football season. Hot psych. Um, I don't see that coming back. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but he hates Deshaun Watson, so that's pretty pretty baller. Um, anyways, folks, cannot thank you enough for watching. Bristol, appreciate you. There's his pause. Uh, Bristol, can you say hi real quick? Bristol, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
He picked his head oh, up. Oh, man. You can He's see like, what do you want? He's like, dude, I'm trying to sleep. And he just laid back down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but guys, as always, cannot thank you enough for watching this week, listening, however you do. Um, We'd appreciate it if you dropped a like, a review, comment, whatever. Give us those interactions. We appreciate them as always. Um, we like to continue. <laughs> Draw more Mickey Mouse ears on Joe while you're at it. God, what? I don't. I didn't want to talk about that, man. I was like, what? Um, that was funny as hell. <laughs> Ooh. But uh, as always, cannot thank you enough for watching, and we will see you guys next week right here on the Fake Racers podcast. <laughs> I stole it.